Hello and welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today I'm going to talk about... What am I talking about today? Oh yes. Art versus Rage. Art. Will you do your art every day? Or will you fill with rage and take it out on other people? That's the choice. You must not skip a day, even if it's just for five fucking minutes. You must have a creative pursuit and you must practice it. And frankly, if it's not your one of your main pursuits, if, if creativity isn't some kind of main pursuit of yours in any way, if you're not being creative, the one thing we have is an advantage over all the other mammals and, and, and life on this planet is our creativity, our ability to create things from nothing in our minds. It's the thing that gives us purpose, the thing that makes us feel alive. Without it, we're just expiring fruit plucked off a tree. We're not hooked in. It's it's only when you're practicing creative art or something where you 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 understand you're hooked in. That's why you that's why you can be immortal. You have something that gods would love to have the physical body to be able to create, especially something like music, or painting, visual art. These are things that even the gods cannot create. They can create things that make it, like us, but they can't create it themselves. Like gods cannot play music. They have no bodies. They have no physicality to, to make. Music is a physical banging on something. So it's like silent in heaven. So they rely on the physical world to create music, to create beautiful works of physical art and other forms of creativity. They're marveling at us. What I mean by the gods is the universe, the thing that we came out of, looks at us and says, wow, like these things can do things we can't. And they're entertained. So what are you doing to entertain? You know, I've talked about before the goddess who is actually the ruler of your world. And she's a she's a beautiful woman, but she wants a cool guy. She wants a James Dean. She doesn't want some fat, like, slovenly asshole who just jerks off all the time. He wants somebody that does stuff. She wants... I mean, it, you are... The, the thing that you would most like to fuck is your God. Okay? The thing you would most like to fuck is the God above. And and he or she is all-powerful. And he or she controls how the universe reacts to you. The universe is a hot version, the hottest thing you're attracted to. And it should be. And you need to impress this goddess. By impressing yourself, what do you find to be something that you take pride in 
and you must do it so that you get a confidence. If not, you start to fill with rage. Why? Because you feel purposelessness in your life. You feel like some marionette being reacting and then just procrastinating in between and never getting around to that which was there for that's what you're here to do you're here to create something create something beautiful now for people like well I'm not an artist I don't do art well then I don't know why you're even listening to this because if you don't do art of some form or fashion you're going to fill with rage I'm telling you if you're if you're somebody who's very angry and somebody who you probably somebody who doesn't do enough art. If you just you're like, well, I don't consider myself an artist. Well, you better start considering yourself an artist, or else you're going to consider yourself a crabby ass motherfucker who's going to die quickly and get old very fast. Remember, we can live ten times already today longer than we're living 10 times easily just by being just by being chill human beings doesn't even matter what you fucking eat it matters how if you're chill because your molecules they want to be in a cool body they want to be in an impressive body they want to be in a body that does stuff that's creative and if they're not then they get they get filled with rage and then you get filled with rage your molecules don't want to be in a body that's doing bullshit, that's just watching TV, that's just biding time. Your molecules, are they want to be in a body that's going places beyond which they could go on their own. They could just disperse and just absorb back into the universe and reform in other ways. But they've united. They've united to create you. And if you just waste that gift that they've given you, this this is the gift of giving you is that they're not dispersing, at least for a time. These people call that what they call aging. It's just it's essentially molecular dispersion. Your molecules get sick of hanging together, and they're just they're, you you offer them no real reason to hang together. The, just the force of your personality. They, they grow to admire it, but they also grow to feel complacent with it and also taking it for granted. They don't necessarily feel as enthusiastic about being you as time wears on, especially if you're not progressing, especially if you've fallen into some kind of rut. So it's it's up to you to keep things exciting for your molecules. And part of that is sexual. Part of that is 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 triggering attraction from whatever it is that you're attracted to. And the excitement from that is very enticing for these molecules. So that's something that you need to to cultivate. It does and it doesn't have to be doesn't have to result in copulation. It just has to result in a kind of energy exchange. You have to f- be able to feel like you can attract what you are attracted to. And that feeling is like none other. These molecules could never feel that. 
on their own, and they certainly don't always feel that in the bodies of most humans. Most humans don't feel that enough. But that's just one aspect. Another thing is just to feel your own creativity. Very important. Because it transcends money. It transcends all uh, indication, indices of success. You could be the poorest motherfucker, but if you can, like, write a good line, you know, a rhyme, a good rhyme, like you're somebody. So just, you have to, but if you can paint a good painting, you're somebody. It's, look, man, you're always somebody, right? But your molecules are looking for something special to hang together for. So, you know, there's all this longevity technology out there. It's all bullshit. Your, your molecules will just say, fuck you. I don't care that you're eating kale salads every day. You're boring. We're bored. We're leaving. And that's the aging process. It's nothing like people's trying, people trying to be like, it's all medical. Oh, one day we'll have a pill for immortality. Never. Because it's your molecule's decision to stay together. It has nothing to do, I mean, it has a lot to do with how you're eating because that improves the performance of your brain, which then is more creative, that's more impressing the molecules. It's very indirect, though. It's not like you're just feeding these molecules the right food and they'll hang together. It's not enough. It's not like that, it's not that direct put it that way. People think it's just like building blocks. You're just eating the right foods to to eat or, you know, you have to live the right life. You have to live a life that's exciting to these people, to these, not these people, these molecules, which are just little people. They're little humans. They're little beings with charges and attractions of their own. So, Now, the the nutritional advice I give is mainly here just to to kind of hone your ability to create good art every day and have the chillness to do it and and to do it for more than just like a few minutes, but definitely still do it every if it's if you can only fit in three minutes, then just do it, but it's better longer, obviously. And the more you work at it, the better you'll get at it, and the better you'll impress yourself and your molecules. But if you really want very, and then and here's the thing too, is you're the reason why you fill up with rage is because without doing that, all you're doing is chasing after money. All you're doing is chasing after ego, and you're, it's never enough. Now I've been. It's interesting. Like I was preaching about breathing the Wim Hof most of the time. I mean, I really think it's important. And I'm. And I've been like forgetting it, you know, over long stretches of time, and like just having really fucked up situations happen to me. Like I, I hyperextended my knee on a scooter just by being not not breathing. I ended up folding my leg the other way. Rip tore my. ACL, tore my meniscus, 
all for some bullshit. I just was like on a scooter going too fast and I thought I was going to run into the scooter in front of me, which happened to be my wife. So I put my foot down onto the ground while it was still going and my, my foot caught on the ground and my fucking leg ripped the other way. The knee just buckled the other way. Tore pop, pop, pop. Heard the pops. And all of a sudden, I now I have a fucked up leg. I have to get goddamn knee surgery. The split second of not, of just like not being there, being non-present enough to realize you can't do that. I've fucked up my leg for life. Now they say they can reconstruct it by taking a a piece of my ham, a, a, a tendon from my hamstring, and grafting it onto my knee as a new ACL. Because I mean, I was walking around with, I've been walking around with a bum leg ever since it happened about about a month ago. But, so it's it's kind of taken me down this journey of understanding like how important the breathing is and the, and the art, the art. If you don't practice the art, not only will you get filled with rage, you also will fill with non-attention. You will fill with non-presence. You will get lost in thought. That's the worst place to be, lost in thought. Because your art sucks. Your personality is lame. You're not fun to be around. You're not fun for yourself. You're certainly not fun for your molecules. Your molecules hate you like that. And they and that's, that is aging. Being lost in thought is aging. Being engaged is, is being immortal. So you must be engaged in something. Now, if it's just entertainment, fine. Better than nothing. That's the lowest form of engagement. The highest form is creativity. The highest form is interactive fun with people when they're in their your presence. Not just waiting around for the clock to strike, you know, whatever. Being funny, being present, being happy in people's presence instead of just bored. Or instead of just like letting time go by. Be present. Or you are aging. And you're not making people want to interact with you. You're not exciting their molecules. You can contribute to other people's immortality by being immortal. And there's really no point in preaching it to anyone. Believe me, I've tried. All you get is annoying rolled eyes. And people who don't want to hang out with you. Immortality is the worst thing to try to preach to people. Now, if somebody wants to ask you what your philosophy is, you can tell them, I'm an immortalist. I don't think you have to die. But don't give it a hard sell. Just point out that the Bible itself 
filled with people living to be 900 years old. So, I live by the Bible. (laughs) But the literal Bible. So, I thought it was interesting. I started reading the Bhagavad Gita at at the suggestion of a listener because they said that my philosophy was similar. And it's very fascinating. I mean, basically that they justify a bloody war by the fact that, well, you can't really be killed and you don't really suffer. I mean, you suffer for a split second, but then you go and you just get a new body and you're reborn. So there's really no stakes to this war. Don't worry about fighting it. Don't worry about slaughtering the people. No one gets killed anyway. Because there's a part of you that can't be killed. So go and fight. (laughs) Massacre whole villages. You're not really killing them. And if you die, you're not really being killed. I just found that fascinating for the first part of the Gita. I haven't really waded into like all the other stuff, but that's just the first principle, (laughs) which I believe. Even though I do preach physical immortality, I also preach another form of immortality, which is parallel world immortality, which is the idea that even if you die in one parallel world, you wake up in another, your consciousness just migrates to the parallel world where you're alive. And at least an infinite number of them, (laughs) at least a certain number of them, you're living on. Now, the question is, do you want to live on as a healthy physical specimen or an expiring, very tired-looking one? Whatever it is, you've got to maintain. I mean, whatever it is, it's your choice. But the point is, you've got to believe that the best way to do it is to, is to consider how to get yourself not to age Not to deteriorate over time. In fact, to get stronger over time. So it's all about being, having your brain on top of your body, present, engaged, happy, blissful. Now there's a formula for that. It's breathing. It's eating certain foods that maintain a a happier disposition, even though in the moment they might not be as satisfying as like to eat a donut. Having a piece of fruit is far superior. Now I'm 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 it's it's weird about the fruit thing. I've been, I've been eating fruit lately, lately, and I have you know because I've, I've, I've preached against it. I've thought that well the sugar in the fruit you know it's it's probably not good for the body. But I am understanding now it's like it's the Earth's kind of maybe it's an Earth's way of, of exterminating humans. Or maybe it's more like just a gift from the Earth to humans and to other animals. Maybe it's not so much the food that's doing it. Though we can end up... What I realized is that it was the sw- it was the blood sugar swing that is essentially the culprit. 
which comes from eating simple sugars, not necessarily those that are encased in a fibrous kind of complete food. But it's just when those sugars are extracted, they become like crack cocaine for the body. So you have you become your your blood sugar raises rapidly and then falls rapidly. And that yo-yo effect is 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 hard on the mind and it's hard on the body. It creates a, a state of insulin resistance, which is essentially a state where your body just goes into a permanent storing food mode in reaction to the the violent swings of your blood sugar back and forth. And fruit seems to have a stabilization effect in the sense that it it um it, because it comes in with a lot of fiber, it doesn't swing your blood sugar the way eating the same amount of sugar just isolated would. And and the thing about eating like things like bread is that they basically act like sugar on the blood and they do the same sort of swing. So anything like sort of an empty calorie. So but 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 the main thing is that look, whatever it is you're eating is secondary to whether or not you're actually practicing a certain form of living that excites your molecules that makes your molecules feel like they're doing something that's important and gives them a sense of mission for holding together now art is a is a major art is a is a kind of superior um mode the the art of being creative something that like our brain evolved into and is excited by and that excitement then filters down into the 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 cells the molecules and it's a and it's a feeling of ecstasy another thing we can do with our minds is manufacture bliss because if we can organize it by just being present, by making sure that the that the mind is not being operated by the lost in thought mind, that the mind is actually not lost in thought at all, present. You're either present or you're lost in thought. And as you're as you're like floating around lost in thought. You could not be more boring to yourself or to others. Simple as that. No one wants to see you like that. If that's how you, if that's how you're going to be in the world, go into bed and sleep. Go into bed and sleep. Because better that you sleep alone, that you walk around sleepwalking in front of others, and basically offending them either intentionally or unintentionally. Listen, believe me, when you get when you get start to get filled with rage, you just assign blame to people that are in your presence. Like it's their fault. No matter, and I don't care, no matter what somebody does, if you're feeling bliss, you won't get angry. But if you're already angry, it'll just trigger you. 
So if you start finding people become annoying or triggering you or getting you angry or making you want to say something that get that that you know to be kind of an asshole to them or get mad at them. Fine. Then you know that you haven't been tending to yourself. You haven't been tending to your creativity. It's a short one here because it's this is just a bottom line, like get something that's cre- that you like to do that's creative, that goes beyond money, goes beyond anything, something that really you can get good at. Not about whether you can become like some famous rock star or whatever. No. But something you can become competent at and get better at and work at. Learn to play the guitar. Learn to play the fucking harp. Whatever it is, Go surfing, become a surfer. Juggler, fire eater. But do something. And um, that will help you to stay present. That will help you to not be lost in thought. And then you can kind of build on that by finding out what really creates bliss. And, and figuring out ways to tap into that bliss. It takes a very careful eye to understand that, like, life can be completely blissful for most of the time. Talking like 80-20. Now, most people are like 20-80. 20, 20 bliss to 80-whatever. It's no good. It's a bad ratio. And your molecules aren't going to stick with you. Very, they're going to stick with you for about 65 years. <laughs> You're lucky if you get past that. Now, in terms of just an overview of, like, feel to be the proper way to eat, but um, it's a work in progress. Now, in the, in, the, in the morning time, if you want to eat some carb... You know, you want to eat like a little piece of bread. I think it's that's the best time to eat it. Um, because you're going to be, you're kind of like, you're getting up, you're doing things. And so you're kind of going to, you're going to burn that off. But if you're just having like, you know, if you're eating at night, like, and you eat some pizza, you're just going to store that. And... Plus, you wake up, kind of wake up bloated and fat. What's good, though, with sleep is sleep is like a diet plan. Sleep is like a good way to lose weight. <laughs> it's called the sleeping diet. Just fucking get a lot of sleep. You lose a lot of weight because you won't be you won't be awake to eat. And when you're not tired, and when you're tired, you eat the wrong stuff and eat a lot of it. You can't stop. So it's very it's best to just like. If you find yourself like your appetite is just voracious and you can't satisfy it, it's usually because you're eating empty empty calories that just, they never will satisfy you. You'll just constantly eat and eat and eat until you don't know what to do with yourself. So you just stuff yourself. But you'll still be hungry even though you're like in this stuffed state because you're eating things that are not nutritious. One. Two is that 
for the most part, you, the, the main things your body needs are fiber for the gut and protein for the body. The rest is kind of bullshit. I mean, there's other vitamins you need, vitamin C for sure. But they, they will come. You can, I mean, you can even get vitamin C. Well, actually, no, you can't. I mean, that was that's one of the things, like, that kind of turned me back to the fruit thing. It's just, I guess you can get vitamin C from certain vegetables. So you don't necessarily need to eat fruit to, to get vitamin C, but... I feel like you're just going to get a good amount because you just like because fruit is tastier than vegetables. But 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 vegetables and fiber, and yes, throw in a little fruit in there for your gut. And and those and the vitamins will come from those two crucial vitamins, crucial nutrients. But protein now protein is the thing that will make you full. So as I was I've been advocating eating. Um, vegetables first because when you're hungry you'll just eat them and you'll they'll get into your gut but right after that or but I think even before that it's probably good to eat some protein just so you don't overeat later I mean your body needs to like feel satisfied so eat like with your salad or whatever you're going to eat if you're eating a bunch of vegetables, eat a little protein with it so that you at least you'll, you'll turn on your brain's hunger, uh, off your brain's hunger so that you can kind of like approach food in a less hungry way afterward. Now, after that, it's very tempting to just go to the carbohydrates. They're just, they, it, it's, it's a junky effect. Like if you eat some carbohydrates, like some potatoes, like, and, you know, a few hours ago, it's like almost impossible not to eat some more carbohydrates, like in a few hours when they're presented to you, when they're put in front of your face. It's just, it's like a junkie trying to say no to heroin. It just doesn't, you just can't. I mean, you might just take a few bites and be like, all right, that's enough. But it's like, it's like putting your dick in a hot whore. I mean, you just like... <laughs> What, a, what an analogy, but I'm just saying, like, you don't want to be, I, I mean, I, I had to, when I went, I went to the, um, the Burning Man this year, and, uh, you know, when you're there, like, you can't really be picky about what's coming, food's coming your way, because everybody's camped out, they're, they're, you know, people have brought limited amount of food. They're offering food there, but it's like you got to take what you can get. So I got off the keto. I was just like strictly like I wasn't touching any fucking carbs except for fruit. But when I got there, it was like I was having some pancakes. I was having whatever they could throw at me, I'd have. Totally screwed up my whole like diet. I put on weight, felt bloated. You know, it just like my mood swings. I wasn't as cool as I usually was. I wasn't as happy as I usually was. And I mean, and then like the shit went down where it was like it rained and there was all this mud and it was just like starting to become like Lord of the fucking flies there. I fucking hightailed it out of there. But like I'm still, I'm still fighting the junkieism of eating carbs. Like I, I, I swear off them and then they're just put in front of my face and I can't say no. I cannot. Day. No. 
you know, I'm pretty conservative with it, but still it's like it's it's compulsive. And I understand like why I swore off of them because I was just like you, one triggers the need for the other and it just, you can't, and then it's just this cycle. And what it does is it turns off, because of the swing that it creates in your blood, <coughs> it, 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 it distracts you. Now, now I'm experimenting with this thing where I'm doing art every day, kind of bring it around full circle to the, to the main crux of this, um, this episode. Now that I'm doing that, though, it doesn't matter so much. I'm, I'm, I mean, trying to be as... I, I really don't think I should be touching it because it is compulsive, but it's not as hard for me to resist if I feel kind of already happy enough. There's a sort of... There's a certain rut you get into where you... Only thing that makes you happy is eating carbs or eating like empty food and everything else is dull. And that comes because you're not being creative. And so being creative is the best diet plan. Just do it every day. Don't worry so much about what you eat. Don't worry about so much what you crave or fighting cravings. Those, the, the whole thing about lust and cravings. It's just it's it's a, because you're you're feeling you're actually low and you're trying to get to a certain you're trying to feel something. But if you already feel something through the art of creative creation, you you won't gravitate as much to food to, to try to feel that way to get your dopamine hit essentially. Same with drugs. Drugs are a vehicle to get to creativity. If you're using drugs constantly, if you're using drugs recreationally, just just like, oh, it's 4.20, time to get high and watch some TV, don't ever do that because then it just becomes, a, it just becomes like something that just hangs over everything. It doesn't, doesn't enhance anything because it's your permanent state. And then when you're not on it, you're just a dullard. So you, one thing is because it's you're constantly so if you're just like getting high like every few minutes of the day forever and you you take no breaks and you just that's all you do is get high you're just it just becomes a constant so it doesn't enhance you at all because it becomes your normal state it also brings you down a little bit because now you have nothing to really bring you up you were relying on weed, but now weed is not doing that for you because you're using it all the time. And so what do you have? You just have food. And of course, weed gives you the munchies, so you eat more food, and so you just like kind of get fat. So it's really important with weed is to be very like understanding, or with any drug, just be understanding why you're using it. You're using it to be creative. That's the main reason why anybody should use drugs, creativity. So if you're just doing it to to watch something creative, that's really not a good... Every once in a while, you're going to get high and watch a movie with a friend. That's fine. But the point is, is like you want to use it pinpointedly. Another thing is, with any set of drug, take three fucking days off the drug a week. 
Just do it. Otherwise, the drug will be meaningless for you or for your creativity. And try to practice your creativity without the drug. If you're somebody that cannot play guitar unless you're fucking high, that's no good. Because you can, there's, there's, you know, there's advantages to being high on guitar. There's advantages to being sober on guitar. And you, you want to exploit both of those. And it's the same thing with any creative endeavor. So understand that you're, that just try to practice at least 10 minutes a day of creativity, whatever it is you think that you're most creative in and that you feel you get the most satisfaction from. And then everything else is going to kind of follow and fall in place. That's that's the theory I'm working on now. So go out there and try. In the meantime, the Wim Hof breathing, the avoided, the, the understanding that the lost in the thought is the aging process, and the lack of engagement is the aging process. Because it drives you to all other vices. But being lost in thought drives you to lust. It drives you to, to gluttony. It drives you to to commit crimes out of sheer just wanting to feel something. And also it, it drives you to rage. So it's your choice. Just be creative about 10 minutes a day or be an asshole. Thanks for listening.